I remember, but I, I did. You're I right. Did. That should be a service. A professional wingman hangs out all night at the date, spots you on cash, makes sure you have the table, figures out shit for the drinks. Damn, that's fucking great. Okay. He's like so, the dude in the background thanks, making everything just making flow money smooth. On my embarrassing moment. <laughs> 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 What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Aqua Tea Party. As I have mentioned, I am on a bender of, you know, on a bender. Yes, I'm on a bender. Help I need him. help, guys. I need this help. is an intervention. If you guys want to help me, go on my Patreon, select the five dollar plan, support me there, so I can keep bending, keep bending, like, like an airbender. But anyways, <laughs> today I bring some other friends. From the past, they're, this time they're not students, like dance students. Though we are, we we're kind of students of another thing in our college years. <laughs> this is a terrible, <laughs> terrible uh, intro. But anyways, this is, this is the awkward tea party for, for a reason. So, anyways, if it, if this is your first time hopping on, I'm Emroy, uh, owner of a social media company and a dance company, and of your mother, and this is my co-host Maxine. Hi. Okay, next. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, our two, my two guests are two of my closest friends who've seen me. We've all evolved from clean faces to bearded faces, from boys to the men, almost there. <laughs> so I'm gonna men. pass the ball off to to the Armenian in the room. <laughs> So, oh, is that me? I'm gonna pass it off to you. Um, game, I guess what you do and how you know me and oh, ASL. Uh, ASL, all right, Armenian, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let's hear it, bro. It's let's, bro, let's, bro, oh, let's go, bro. <laughs> I don't even know what ASL means. You don't know what ASL is. Actually, I have no idea. No, I was I was drunk. Because... Were you not in Yahoo chat rooms when or you were AIM? in? I don't understand. MIRC. Ew, MIRC. Let's go Omega. Omega. So yes, I, I I can do it. It's good. It's good. My name is Nar. I am the Armenian person here. What the fuck? Why are we even singling this out? It has nothing to do with anything. And I've known and we've known each other for quite a while, man. Group. Exactly, the Kardashian group since uh, since PCC, man. It's on six, huh? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so we go way back. We go way back. All right. Dope. And the next, the Irish Filipino, the pretty boy. Uh, <laughs> Troy, how do I know you? We were in a dance crew together. I think we met in high school. Did we meet in high school? Yeah, you're you're still senior when I was a freshman in college. <laughs> right. Yeah, and your your name, so the people know, or unless you want to go in, under an alias. Which oh I'm Martin. Um, you already called him Martin, I think. I did. <laughs> Martin, Martin, do you want to use an alias, Martin? Martin. My alias. What was what was my DJ or DJ name? What was my b-boy name at the time? Tin Can. <laughs> Tin Can. There's a lot. You went through a lot, a lot of like name name changes, man. Archer. Oh my God. You Archer. Use Archer. Stupid names. I know. Narg, I see you. I know. They're terrible names. You've name changed like your b-boy name a million times and your DJ name a million times. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then someone just named me and I kept it and I, I didn't look back afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I just like didn't, didn't care. But I met 
Emeroy through breaking. I think I was going to Glendale. I was in Egrock High School. I was going to Glendale High School after school every day to break. At the time, I was break dancing fucking all the time. And then I would take a bus and go go to Glendale and break dance some more. And I eventually ran into Emroy and we started a dance crew with a bunch of other people, right? A, a, a b-boy crew? I think we did start a b-boy crew with like a couple of other people, or at least people oh, that we sessioned with. I remember there were we times talk? we would just jump around and like ESUI. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, ESUI was like this pre the choreo group. Yeah. The we were talking about the the b-boy crew. How was oh. it? I do, we were we were part of another b-boy crew called Chosen Few, but we were. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say Chosen Few. But there but was another one. Was there? There was one before that. And it was SF like, S SF crew or something like that. My super been free? No. Super free. <laughs> Well, or, someone I remember someone called us super FAGS once. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, who, did the, who did the marketing on our on our? Well, we we were kind of just like the founding members for that crew because it was another person that technically founded it and led it, Ryan, if you remember. Yeah, so yeah, but yeah. Uh, so Martin's also a, a, a DJ. He spins the ones and twos. He went from one element of hip hop to the other. In case you guys don't know the elements of hip hop, oh, Google it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Narek is a hacker. No, he's not. The hacker. <laughs> the hacker. He hacks into the mainframe. I hack into the mainframe all day, it's every like day. <laughs> All right. Jesus Christ. With stereotypes when you work at a tech startup. Yes, I guess I'm a hacker. There it is. One of the reasons I brought them on here is because throughout many podcasts, Max and I have always like talked about like, oh yeah, I always share my my PUA days and my, my pickup artist days, like of how I would go out and like how it helped me build my confidence and all this other shit. I think BBC did an expose back in December about it. So again, it became it came back into zeitgeist of like people you know, saying that it's scummy and all that stuff. But before we get into that, one of the reasons, <laughs> the thing I laughed about was, um, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, but this is around 2006 or 2007. I met Maxine on MySpace. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Holy shit. 2007. Yeah, 2007. But, but I also showed you guys her photo. And I was like, when I was thinking like, is she legit? Like, am I being I catfished? <laughs> I No, I showed your photo to them and they're like fuck yeah dude go for it <laughs> oh, i thought you were gonna say fuck yeah that's a catfish I'm like, <laughs> no i showed it to both of these guys and because you know 100 percent was... fake go for it <laughs> do it anyway because i was telling because like i, I think Expose at that point i had a phone number and everything and it was like like i felt like Everything was going still, well, still but I was I was still hesitant. That's why I was like, I sh like I I showed these guys if she's fake, should I still go for it? <laughs> but I, yeah, because I yeah I remember Narc just sitting yeah. saying, "Fuck yeah, dude, go for it," and then Martin going, that "Yeah, sounds like me. do it." Knowing that like that was my exact, exactly what I sounded like. So, so what year was this, Emeroy? Maybe around 2007 or so. 2007. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So I was already here. Yeah, I was 
<laughs> That's why I laughed when prior to filming this podcast. Oh, because I, I refused to change my locations on my social media from Burbank to New Jersey because I was in denial. I still am. Just yeah. just for context for everyone, I just want to for context put put in. Just show an image of, of who we were back then in 2007. Ooh. So I've sent something in the chat oh, oh, boy. Oh, no. oh, for oh, our oh. reference and context. Unfortunately, this is an audio podcast, so no one's ever going to see this. I know, I know. This is just to motivate. This is just for, this is, this is for, for the group? Just yeah. for the group. Also, what are you, aren't you the IT guy in this group? Yes. <laughs> Fucking IT. What do you want me to do? I, I, oh, I my sent- God. <laughs> Fucking IT guy. Oh, my God. Sorry. That's, that looks about right. Yeah, look at all, all the look words all this, here right now, my yeah, guy. The, for those of you guys who are listening, that they were looking oh at very young <laughs> versions of ourselves Third. with no facial hair. And uh, pract- looks like we we're about to all make out. <laughs> But, like, yeah. horrible. Do you remember where this was? This was at some fucking hall somewhere. It was at some halls for the, the fashion show. Yeah, it PCC. was that weirdo motherfucker that put all those things together. Is oh, that yeah. Josh? What's his face? Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Where, did you see the photo? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, anyways, it's going to happen to the PUA stuff, uh, the PUA stuff. Let's wow. do it. Okay, so... So many opinions I want to share. Yeah, I, there's a lot of I know. I know some of you guys who are probably aware of it or see that whole pickup thing as disgusting, and I can definitely empathize with with how disgusting it is when, especially when people use it as a tactic about it or or using it for i guess vile means (laughs) because it is a slippery slope especially for guys who've never you know gone outside their own social circle or even known how to talk to a girl and when they get that like it's like a very dangerous drug yeah i mean how did i think the person that introduced it to me was martin so this is your fault. Yeah, this is all your fucking fault, man. <laughs> <laughs> he just dips out of frame. <laughs> yeah, no, because he introduced the this book called The Game. Neil Strauss? Nope, that ain't me. Well, well, well to be fair, this was getting super popular. It was kind of all over the place at that point. Even I knew about it. Was it you, Narc? That is your fault, Narc? Dude, it was on the New York Times bestseller list, man. People knew about it. I didn't. I, I, I didn't fucking read it. That's that's how it came into like popularity. Where the fuck do you think Martin heard about it? Actually, I'll tell you how I heard about it. Oh, okay. So, I had a buddy in high school. It was my senior year. It was 7 a.m. in the morning. We were hanging out at the stoop of the steps. And my buddy comes back from Alaska and tells me the story about how he was in Alaska for a family trip, went to the local library. There was a earthquake. Shit, you know, there was an earthquake and a book in the library fell right in front of him. And it was the game. <laughs> it was a fucking sign from God. And in that morning at 7 a.m., he he gave me the book that he stole from the library in Alaska. Nice. In Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> what? Do you still have it? I think I do. I Holy think I might, I might still have it, but that's how I got into it, and I got really into it. Also, like, the game at the time, now that I think about it, was just basically real-life Dungeons & Dragons for, <laughs> for dudes. 
For dudes that can't talk to girls. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's like Wait, a so that is Dungeons and Dragons. To do it was because it was based on like always has and roles and and certain strategies that we thought were 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 that gave us certain confidence, right? And yeah. Like, and and I honestly didn't have the faintest clue how to even like go about talking to a girl at that time. So it legitimately helped me so fucking much. Like now. Now I'm like, oh yeah, I can just make conversation. But when I was like a like a 13 year old, I'd be like, I don't know what that means. I make conversation. Fuck you, mean like, tell me what to say. I'm so fucking nervous. Yeah, I mean, what were you saying, Martin, about like the strategies and all that stuff? There are certain strategies. What were your my my favorite was the C versus U. Oh, I remember you using this so you could. <laughs> God. god the routines man oh my god oh my routines god. yeah so that's the thing with, with a lot of this stuff and like those who because often the thing we get was like just be confident like how like those who don't who've never really experienced that in terms of like talking to a girl is like what does that look like for us how do you do it it's like you know if you tell a non-dancer to just do a routine on stage what what the fuck are, gonna, are they gonna do so for us it was like these routines were our like our stepping stone or our initial guide to start talking to chicks. Then eventually we got to the point where like, we kind of just started freestyling it because I don't know, like they're essentially now like, you know. yeah. Cause like we, one, we like we experienced moments like where the routines didn't work and we had to like how somehow save our own asses. It's <laughs> like, wait a minute, but it said right here in the directions. <laughs> like, oh no, hold on. Or you actually the, the... treat it like D and D, and you're like, approach girl, roll a d20. That, that's exactly natty one. Fuck. No, exactly. <laughs> like, the, it, was have, really, it was kind of like that. It was literally like three second rule, and we would go to these clubs and we, like, like we would be like, girl, right there, kind of push each other. Three, two, one, go. Oh, it was it was so much fun. I, it was really fun. Legitimately, some of the most like fun times I've ever had, man. Because yeah, I mean, so, it was... but but you know what it is. You know what it is. I think more than just just like giving you training wheels. What it did is it gave you like a mental model of how you should think up through how to approach and like you know flirt with someone. Because it was basically like, listen, first you need to grab their attention, okay, Marketing. and then you have to try and like connect with them on some personal level. It sounds then like marketing. If, you know, it's like a it's vibe marketing. that you can try to get kind of sexually. Shit, it's still marketing. Yeah. <laughs> it's still marketing. <laughs> you're just trying to get the client into bed and not. Exactly. Like with money instead of yeah. like actually. <laughs> so wait, so wait, it was wait. like, well, here's a funny thing you can say to get anyone's attention. You're like, okay, cool. So you became part stand-up comedian, part like, let me try and like, uh, you guys remember cold re- cold reads? Let me try and like, you know. Yeah, cold reads are fun. Uh, you look like a cunt. <laughs> I don't think that's a cold read, man. I don't think <laughs> oh, I like fucking with those people at the, at the bar. Oh, no. Yeah. Maxine is They're- like cold <laughs> She's gotten into bar fights, so I'm like, I don't know how I got her. What's funny is in the beginning, there were so like few books out that, like, all the routines were known. So, oh, yeah. so like, there were only, like, 12, you know? So if somebody came up and said something, that's what they were saying. So you'd be like, yeah, bro, like, your opener sucks. Fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there, was, there was one time I went, I, I went to a bar, and I was waiting for a friend. And so I was just, like, you know, like, sitting at the bar drinking. Some like people came over, got their drinks. This dude goes, "You look like you need some company." I'm like, "I don't see how that's any of your business." <clears throat> and he goes, "Okay." Yeah, she's like I said, she's gone into bar fights with 
Jesus Christ. And gone kicked out. So it's like, it's fun. It's hot. Anyways. I uh, there anyway. Good okay. times. They're like, Martin, you're banned. Okay. Martin, what were you going to say? Yeah. No, there, there, was a, there was a point where like certain women, I guess during the time, I guess especially in LA, everyone, I, I would say majority oh women heard all of it. And they're like, okay, cool. Try again. They've heard. Because <laughs> every dude in LA fine. tried it. Like, like no. Yeah. And I would, and, and Emory, we'd also, we would go to this club called Ledoux. And it was like, oh my god! It was the hottest club at the time. That place was hot. Try to work. You try to work a routine amongst all the other fucking master POAs that are around. (laughs) You can go fuck yourself because they all use it already, or they use the modified version that they didn't post in the forums where everybody, in which where were like there were POA forums. Yeah. So you would go in and say so many. It was basically like a troubleshoot FAQ website where you're just like, this didn't work. What should I do? Yeah, well, they would they would post their reports. Have you tried this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they post these reports. They'd be like, "Here's what I did," and then they would just go in and analyze and be like, "Well, clearly here you should have demonstrated more value." Yeah, DHBs. <laughs> there was a formula, and they would break it down and analyze it to the formula and be like. These are the critical elements. It was like ru- it was like running a program. They were yeah. like, yeah. I, let me post my code. And they're like, well, you never called this function in the beginning. So that's mm-hmm. why you couldn't like execute. That's why it. I didn't, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I didn't compile, you fucking yeah. idiot. You're like, oh, okay, I got it. It's, 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 you literally like, miss a semicolon. What was that, Martin? Sorry, uh, I was going to say, within those forums, some of those forums were paid forums. So oh, yeah. You're paying like between twenty and a hundred bucks. Neil Strauss duped people to spend literally like five thousand or ten thousand dollars a spot on his like the last thing he kind of like shat out basically. Yeah. Oh, like the, the, uh, the annihilation method? The annihilate vaginas. Yeah, it, the whole thing was to annihilate your anxiety or fear, your your anxiety and like your your anxiety Dennis. of approaching women. Oh my god! <laughs> it's also it's called the... alcohol for some people. Oh, that's one thing that 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 oh, I have something approaching. Funny to say about this, by the way, like with approaching women, like they said they highly discourage drinking because that becomes like a, a crutch. And it was, then, that was good. I like that. That was really like, good. You know, that way it, 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 you had to be in it. And what I loved about it is, like, I remember being so frightened, like, from all the early approaches. Like, fuck. Like, the anxiety of, like, uh, rejection, judge, being judged. All the taller dudes, all the better-looking dudes. Yeah. Like, all that was, like... If, you know, I'm right, you, you don't have to me, say all the taller dudes. You can just say all, all the, the dudes. All the taller dudes, because <laughs> you motherfucker, <laughs> All you tall motherfuckers called you out. Five three, son. I'm just kidding. Okay, and you found someone shorter than you. Get over it. Uh, yeah, that's true. But no, like on, honestly, oh. that was actually one of my like my I guess stories that I was afraid of. I wasn't tall enough. Yeah. So it was like because I was because like, I, I forgot like someone's like girls like taller guys. I'm like, well, I'm fucking five three. Fuck. Everyone's. But bro, them. like <laughs> even through all that, <laughs> stone cold sober, you eventually like got confidence. Feels like fuck it. I'm just gonna go up and talk to Dude, someone. You know? I, I, the, this is great a thing. I still remember the the night I I I I broke through all that, like we were at Cinespace. Do you guys remember oh, that club? Fucking, I love Cinespace. <laughs> so Cinespace, I was just like I needed to take a piss, and then I was walking through, uh, and then somehow I, I Cinespace is 
just to give you guys context, this is a really tiny ass fucking club. Oh, it like, is. And then, Space was the perfect club for approaching people. So yeah, it was like and yeah. and very and also very fast and burning, burning things yes, out because like exactly you already approach everyone. <laughs> yeah, and also like if someone like shoots you down, you'd still see them. I almost got my ass beat at Cinema Space, but let me. I want to yeah. hear your story, like, Emory. Like I was like walking through the middle, like and eventually I, I couldn't get through because the dance floor was filled, and I just started doing like this dance move like this. <laughs> and I, because I think Mark, you kind of gave me that idea because you, you always encouraged me, like, dude, you're a dancer, use that shit, Get right? And yeah, I was I never, like, I never knew why like, you didn't use that first. I that's the thing, like, when you when you you learn, you become a dancer to suck at da- social dancing, <laughs> 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 like, because when I think of dancing, like, oh, yeah, choreo, sup, uh, 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 angles and shit, that, that's not gonna be like, you know, it's it's gonna be hard, it's like, it's or even if I. Go. You know, it's funny. This whole time I was like, everything I'm trying to do here is to in service of getting me laid. Why the fuck would I learn to dance if I wasn't going to grind on some girl? Like, <laughs> my, my brain couldn't comprehend that it, it, yeah. for like a moment. But <laughs> like, because like, I, 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 I just had a hard time like translating my formal dance choreography into actually using it into like in approaches because like, you don't go Were to a girl. Were you a freestyler? No, that's the thing. How do you transition from like, oh, like, like I don't know. Like she's checking me out as I'm, I'm a dancer. How do I like? This is how why. Like, that's the only thing that would have worked on me. Dude. No, like no, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't have known. It's the conversation part after the dance that I was terrible. Which which is where like the whole PUA thing helped me out because it gave me like ideas, so to speak, or routines to be approachable. Because I would have been like, oh, someone just watched me instead of like seeing that as a put someone being attracted to me. So yeah. Anyways, going mm. back into like how I, I I started doing this dance and I just started grabbing people's hands, and started doing that because I really needed to take a piss. So <laughs> you I was, were getting them out of. Place. I was doing this. I was like, yeah, like going to random circles, grabbing it, and then by the time I get to the bathroom, I look back and like everyone's like doing this, fucking just Good dancing God. like crazy. It's like a movie moment. And at that moment, I'm like, fuck, no one gives a shit what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's no, a club. Like, it's cinespace for no, not 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 <laughs> no, no, not, not at that level. It's at the level of like where like where someone who feels like they're constantly being judged for their appearances or for their lack of that. But then I re- at that moment like no one gives a shit. Isn't so that's that freeing. Like, it was liberating. Cares. Like because there, were, that gave me a lot of more confidence just to to be I guess more free in what i say which is why half the things i say to people are offensive if you meet me around two th- highly <laughs> highly offensive and i would get canceled but if me 2005 emroy would just be like douchey and arrogant in my opinion yeah look at my nod you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> i think we both nodded at <laughs> but like, but I was literally just watching you two. I'm like one of them's gonna. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Like but, totally accurate, man. No, no, I mean, no. we were all pretty douchey and arrogant. Thing. <laughs> but what thing. are you supposed to be as a teenager half the That's, time? Like, oh, sorry. True. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, the, if, after that, I just felt more confident to just like actually try and fail because I was so before I was so scared of just failing. So yeah. like. So like as much as as much encouragement as we gave each other, like, oh, you got this. Like, try to get each other into state. Oh yeah, into yeah. state. Yeah. Now it's sports. 
No, like into like, like you know, like like sports, we try to get into ourselves into a mental state to it's perform at like, a high level. It was like another word for flow, basically. Uh, yeah. Well, it was it was like it was like you're in a great mood, and you know you're not you're not tripping over your words, and your conversation is going really well, and because you're in such a good vibe, like everybody picks up on that vibe. So if you try to talk to people, they're also going to be generally open and receptive because you're yeah. kind of just putting that out there. And so it was like, but then people, you know, it, it was like also helpful if you had a drink or two. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was super helpful. Yeah. So you know, I, what's you funny? know because of it. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, what's funny is because because uh, everybody was so adamant that like, hey, like you should do it sober, do it sober, don't let drinking be a crutch. I did. I, I like when I first try to like practice and approach people for the first, I want to say, eight months. I never even drank. And I was, I was like underage at the time. So I like didn't even have like a fake idea or whatever. Um, but by the time I was able to figure out how to grab a drink at the bar, I'd been doing it for a while. And the first time I had like a drink and got a little tipsy was like one of the best nights I ever had. I got like three girls numbers or something like, you know, dumb like that, which I'm like, oh my God, F- for me, that was like the height of my achievement. right? Yeah. There. Cause it's like, <laughs> you're going from like guys that, like for because we like in the poa community there's a whole naturals and all that stuff but like i didn't have you know anything to help me approach girls at all so this was like my guide and like to get a girl's number was a win even i don't know what it is now what's their their snapchats or whatever but but yeah to get someone's number was was huge you guys remember peacocking (laughs) <laughs> i took that i took that to like another fucking level oh my Dude. god what did you do what did you wear you owned it inside of my i don't know oh narc has all the pictures of me for sure <laughs> i i 100 do <laughs> well okay for you it didn't like not make sense either though because you were either like djing or like dancing or something like that so you yeah. kind of you know what i mean that was your style i remember just a lot of ill-advised like male jewelry on myself like necklaces and you had, Yo, you had a silver jacket and you I were called did. a Jonas brother. Wait, no, yeah, that was the only were. good thing. I remember level, that. Level three. Level That's three, right. Level three, the nightclub. Like a it's called level four now. Is it? It's called level four now. Is it? Yeah. Are kidding? It's not even there anymore. It's, oh, really? it's a Damon Busters. <laughs> I remember it being level four. But yeah, I remember right, I'm right, trying right, to find the silver right, jacket right, right now. Oh god, you're saying about him being called a Jonas brother? Yeah, dude, you, uh, that was uh, that was a really nice jacket. That was that was a, actually an really Armani nice jacket, jacket, dude. That's a really nice jacket. That was a nice jacket. I that's my favorite thing I've ever worn. To this day, I maintain it's not tacky, and it was a fucking great it's thing. Not, a silver jacket is never funny. It's never, Yo, it's never tacky. It was blazer. It was so <laughs> sick. I'm gonna fucking find it right now. Like I, for, now, for me, I, I, I would. I used to. I wore a hot pink, with a uh, with a white kangle, and then <laughs> I would kangle. wear shit like that. So, so did you wear backwards? I, no, <laughs> no. I didn't like. Only when he was locking. Yeah, no, only when I was true. locking. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It was fuck. sick as fuck super arabrosic yeah uh, just talking about this a, a lot of the stuff we're talking about that we did was just coming back like opinion openers <laughs> oh, look, or, well see the thing is like a, pink, opinion a, a, a bright pink shirt a kangle and like possibly a vest maybe a tie 
like, and then you start locking in the middle of the floor. I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> never out, th- but it makes sense. I never wore things that wasn't outside of like my color, like my personality. At that time, I was like a super, like, douchey hip hop head. Like for I the was, culture. Yeah, I was like, I even hated on choreo for a bit because I was like, yeah, this is. Oh, you like hip hop? That ain't name, name all their kids. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I, I was. Stupid. You just like wash down hip hop, bro. You're not even freestyle. Like <laughs> <laughs> you just someone tells you what to do. You're just a robot. You're just a robot. You might as well be a cheerleader. Oh shit. And then all of a sudden you see how much money those robots make, like, whoa, I wanna be one. <laughs> Everybody's in it. <laughs> yeah. And you're a Chris is Brown, Chris Brown, Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Christmas? Did you just call Chris Brown Christmas Brown? Yeah. Christmas Brown. Christmas Brown. That's, that's, that's Christmas his, Brown. His He's full not Christopher name. Brown. He is Christmas Brown. Chris Chris Brown's full name is Christmas J. Brownifer. <laughs> Brown, Brownifer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely the, for, for me and my experience, like the the whole pickup arts so to speak did help in building my confidence i remember one night i went out uh, clubbing on my own oh i've done that too that was yeah, it's great like, it's like because it's like you're you're such in a like fight or flight kind of state the whole time it's like either this is going to be a great night and your money's worth it because these fucking clubs are expensive or you flop by yourself and you yeah, yeah and you make it yeah and it's like it's so weird for a dude to and then i think for that one it was probably well, like one of the, I'd say, quote-unquote successful nights. Because within 20 minutes, a girl bought me a drink, and we were making out. <laughs> I, remember, I remember you telling me about this. Yeah, yeah. so I was like, and for, then, yeah, it sounds like it, it really does sound douchey, but I feel like it, for me, it was like a milestone in helping build my confidence up, like, of approaching women. Uh, especially because the fastest way, I think, is in the club, because a lot of people are more socially that, guarded and i mean it's that's faster. why you're at the club you're yeah. at the club you're at the club to fucking party you know yeah so. like it's, it, yeah like like yeah. day game is an entirely different beast which is scarier day game right so it was the the great thing about going out by yourself which i think everybody should do once you know like you're single I'm, and you're trying to like you know yeah especially if you're single but if, not, if you're a dude you're safe especially if you're a dude yeah yeah, you, obviously there's some safety considerations for sure. Not to mention a pandemic. We're not even gonna get yeah, into going that. right don't now. Don't now. Right? Like, let's not, let's be clear. Not advocating going right now. But minus all those things, as a dude, it's kind of great because it like forces you. Because what do you do? You go, you just chill with your buddies, right, the whole time. So it forces you to <laughs> and not talk have about a the girls mate. you're about to talk about. You're about exactly. to talk to, and then you don't. And yeah. then you never talk to them, of course. So it forces you to not have a home base. So it's like, listen, you either go and find some people to talk to, or you're literally just going to chill alone the whole time. Ooh. And you're, it's you're like, going to be the one standing next to the bar, just literally yeah. ordering drinks for you're yourself. Like, you want to be that dude, just like drinking alone? No, you can go home and do that for much cheaper, you know? Right. You don't have to pay like a $30 cover. Yeah. And, and like, Pornhub is a- right there, and everything is fine. <laughs> and like a $16 like Coors Light. Exactly. Exactly. I'd rather put those sixteen dollars to Emroy's OnlyFans. Subscribe now. It's Make on it, sale. It, link it, is in the description. <laughs> link in bio. Link in bio. Link in bio. <laughs> link in bio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it to Instagram. And uh, 
we do I do acknowledge that there are people that did use it for scummy means. I feel like I was I was definitely down that rabbit hole. Yeah. So. And right uh, for a second, I thought you were gonna say I do acknowledge that I have an OnlyFans. I do. <laughs> I do have an OnlyFans. Uh, Maxine is my OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com/slash/OnlyRoy. OnlyRoy. Ooh. But okay. Yeah. Uh, Five bucks a month. One thing that I I, I asked Nark, Nark before we started filming this, it was okay to talk about it. Oh Jesus Christ! Here we but go. One thing that I really appreciated with Nark was his very analytical approach to it. In terms of like how his dates went, oh, was, and, or how it happened, it was blown away. It honestly inspired me. <laughs> not to like, not so I Going could like straight to the source code. <laughs> not to like do it for like well for about dating, but like fuck, this is like detailed. How do I do it for my <laughs> what I'm doing? <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about it or don't, yeah, yeah, you know? no. Why not? Why not just give a? Why not just give an intro? So basically, I I was like, well, I would like to somehow quantify what i'm doing because i'm a fucking nerd so i made a spreadsheet and i just tried to figure out like well how many like uh women can i like have am i meeting you know what i mean like how many of them do i like go out on a date with like where does this happen and then i was doing a lot of online dating so i was like oh am i meeting more people online or offline so i put all these spreadsheets together with like different charts and comparisons and analyses and i'm like and I looked at it, and it was so interesting because, obviously, this is so fucking creepy sounding. Like, let's just be real. Like, I know what this sounds like as I'm saying it. Anyway, whatever. I'm just a weirdo fucking nerd, and I'm okay with that. But, yeah, I made these spreadsheets, and, and they're honestly kind of hysterical and very, like, revealing about myself, which is why I did it, because I thought it was interesting. But, yeah, I was, like, looking at my preference. It's like, oh, like, what kind of girls do I prefer? I'm like, oh, wow, I actually am, like, you know, going for X percent, you know, and it was interesting, but but what I was ending at was I was like, and I see, I, I understand that this sounds really fucking weird, so I'm just gonna kind of leave it there. <laughs> and this whole thing was weird to begin with, so that's a thing that I did. You know what I mean? Because if you think about it, it's like, hey, because okay, so let me put it to you this way: when I've been on apps on like t- like Tinder, for example, right? Tinder and Hinge and Bumble and shit like that. I, I talk to my friends all the fucking time about like, hey, how how can I be like better with a- online dating? You know. And I found, because I tracked it, that out of every, like, 10 people that I message, only, like, three of them are going to get back to me. And out of those three, maybe one of them we're going to have enough in common to, like, exchange numbers. You know what I mean? And then out of that, like, you know, maybe out of out of three people that I get somebody's phone number, um, I'll only really be able to go out on a first date with two of them. And then out of those two, maybe one will probably go on to a second date and beyond. So, you know, like, like, I, I think of, like, you think about it like this, and then you realize, like, w- like, what is actually happening. And then when people say, like, oh, I'm not successful on, like, you know, online dating, then you say, like, well, how many people are you, like, trying to message? And they're like, okay, I can't put in four hours a day messaging. I'm like, you can if you want to realistically find a date. That's just what the market is like, you know, sometimes. So as you think about these things, I try to quantify, like, what's going on because to me, it gives me insight, you know? Yeah, I think, I think that's uh, it does, it, as creepy as it, it does sound. It brings self-awareness and insight. It's, it's no less creepy than all the data, like, Facebook and shit. Facebook, like, yeah, honestly. it's true. Like, you know what yeah. I Like, whatever at this point. And I'm doing it only to myself. Yeah, so, yeah, so... You know what it, I mean? Because then it gives you self-awareness of what's working, what's not working, which mm-hmm. app is better over the other, for instead of it being a guessing game. It's almost like how an athlete reviews game tape in a sense. 
Oh, dude, hundred percent. Yeah, because like, now you're you're seeing what's working, what's not working there. So A-B testing. Oh my God, speaking Ooh. of A-B game testing. Take, A-B testing. That, that's what these PUAs would fucking do. You know, they're just like record shit for their videos, and they'd record their approaches and stuff. Yeah, I've seen so many billions. You know, they're probably like all on YouTube now these yeah, days. Yeah, they are. Oh yeah, and then they're they're getting. I think you uh, because of BBC's expose in like 2019, or a lot of these channels have been being called out. And I think even being banned. You know, I feel like they all probably went into a, a really weird direction because like. Back when we were into it, it was them. And then, like, I hadn't really heard of but and or had maybe begun to heard of people who were like, hey, we're all about, like, men's rights groups, right? Which starts to go into a weird fucking direction mm-hmm. from there. You oh. know what I mean? So I think, because I haven't been, like, looking into any PUA shit for, like, I don't know, a decade or more or something like that. So I have no idea what's going on. But I can easily see, like, if, if they had, like just slid and merged with some weird sub communities that are kind of like shady and <laughs> sus you know what i mean because they were never like yeah p like pua insult you know what i mean like that fucking crowd like yeah could they have you know what i mean yeah all the, all the like, creepy red pill motherfuckers <laughs> like anyway mm. you never what? know real 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 quick question for everybody if there is uh if there is one technique that you would oh. direct one technique that you would resurrect now oh. that would be relevant to those who are listening that are beginners who are afraid. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who 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 are the target. They get marketing nerdy. Like I don't know who you're just in case in terms of like your listeners, but like if you can give like uh, some advice from the POA days that are relevant now. That's a great question. Some of those, some of, I know some of those things. Are you talking about a tactic or a principle? Both. Whatever. Whatever. Just pluck one thing it out. It could be negs. It could be, yeah. it could be peacocking, whatever. What do you think could be relevant now to someone who is listening? That be good, That would be a good advice for them. What do you guys think? What? Drink cocaine. Drink <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. He's <laughs> mm, mm. not. Drink all mm. the cocaine. 2007, baby. Fuck, um. do you mean drink, you goddamn degenerates? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's like, it sounds like it's worse than just snort cocaine. Somehow, oh, somehow you made something sound worse than that. <laughs> yeah. The one that, the one principle that I, I, I really like was congruency. Mm, like if because if you didn't believe what you were saying and no matter what situation no one's gonna believe you or vibe with you that's a move that's 100 percent. like it's 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 yeah. not even a, it's not even a tactic it's just like being in, in general like like not even in the clubs like you you know when people are being fake right yeah just don't be a shitty person then, then you won't get smacked <laughs> right across the face back. don't be a douche then uh, a tactic i think for me i mean aside from the three second rule is is negging but like because i i mean i it because i realized i'm never gonna get any taller or like this is this was really a thing for me like i felt like i I was competing against taller dudes that were better looking at me so i felt like i needed to be leading something else so i I used negging but with you know as a way of being humorous so like you know technically like when you know we when we kind of fucking rag on each other and all that that's what i what i triggered it as as like fuck mm. talk to them like my my dude friends 
then I yeah. relaxed because I didn't have to like try so hard to say the right thing if I saw them as another dude. Like just talk to them like how I do it with my with my friends. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact though, real like super fun fact. Regardless of the fact that Emroy is five three, he will knock you the fuck, the fuck out. out. He will knock <laughs> you the fuck out. It doesn't fucking matter. Oh, I, I know that. Emroy, Emroy and I have been best friends forever. I've seen Emory go body shots with people who are like five, six, whatever. It doesn't matter. He'll turn his back as a block and then fucking right. oh my God. <laughs> and then just and just fucking knock you the fuck out. It just means goddamn. Did you really nice. just and then just yeah, dude. and then you will steal your girlfriend and or wife and then that's it. Oh or it doesn't matter. Doesn't have to be stealing. He actually did. <laughs> no, you because I, I mean, I've actually. I think doesn't matter. He will fuck you up. Her boyfriend, you know. Her boyfriend. Her boyfriend. He's, yeah. he's boyfriend. good. Either I way. Mean, I, 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 okay, okay, let's I add to this like the, the the one thing you guys would resurrect, and I kind of want to like see like, see like if you have dudes ever tried to hit on you guys, <laughs> while at the clubs. Art Narc is the expert on that. What the fuck? What? <laughs> Like I've been hit, I've been hit on. Like, and I, uh, I, I've been I hit found, on like a billion times. Like, I found it shocking because it was aggressive, and then I realized this is what women go through. Yes. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, the I was, I was like, very flattering, pulling. and I was like, I'm sorry, man. I'm very sorry to disappoint you. But yeah. Then, then comes the flattery, because like, because when if a, if a dude finds me attractive, it's like, dude. I'm good looking to like. It's to like, a, dude. Like, I'm good looking to a dude. We were at. A, Amazing. We were at a bar. We were watching an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. And mm-hmm. like, he, like, somebody walked past him to go take his seat back at the bar because we were like standing behind his seat. He looks at him and goes, Well, you're cute. I was like, Mm hmm. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Sit down, sir. Beat <laughs> it, queen. And it's so, like, I, 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 I know. You know, as dudes, we never get hit on. That's uh, just not a normal thing. So I'm like, and it was, and it was like nice because I wasn't getting hit on. I was like, thank God. Actually, yeah. hilarious, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, I just want to watch my gay ass thing on TV. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, let's go back to the other question. What would you guys revive? Oh yeah. <clears throat> so I got, I got, I got one for you. I got one for you. So I would 100% revive. Like I would revive the really fun openers. Just the ridiculous, like crazy ones. You know what I mean? Which that ones? completely vibed with me so well because, and I'll, I'll tell you which ones, and I'll give you background because I, I realized at some point I was like, none of this shit matters. Like, what I'm really learning is to like be confident and then be interesting and then like connect with people. You know what I mean? Like, I understood at some point the fundamental underlying things, but it was like because I had learned it through this kind of helpful framework that I was like. I, I had in my mind like a map of how a whole encounter should kind of go. I, like I was kind of like with it, you know? So I was like, fuck it. Like, it, but it doesn't really matter. So, you know, you might as well have fun with it and not be like, let me stick to the process. So like I got into these very like weird openers that was like not trying to fulfill any goals, just trying to be ridiculous. Um, like, can I pee in your butt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, they're just like, what the fuck? And you're like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm Narek, nice to meet you. You know what I mean? They're like, wait, what the fuck just happened? It, you know, it, it, it like filters out a certain like kind of person and it goes for the pe- people who would also be like me who are like, you know, none of this fucking matters. Like, it's just, 
you know, was that funny? Cool. We can get along. That's it. Yeah. So that's what I had to bring up. Just a ridiculous fucking opener. So there's that. There was, God, maybe if you give me a minute, I'll remember some more. But I, I'll never forget, like, can I be in your butt? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Oh, I'll tell you another one. I'll tell you another one. So I was, and this is a true story. So I was in San Diego. I was in like the Gaslamp District. First time ever. I was partying with friends. We're at a bar. We're like, you know, we're going to go and hit on chicks. So I go and there are these two, like two super tall blonde chicks. So like I'm, I'm five, nine, but they were like six, three each. Okay. They're just fucking tall ass, like Amazon women. So I go up to them and I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, hey, like, I, I, I was like drunk too. I was like, I'm just going to do this. I went up and I was like, hey, do you want to dance? Right. And she was like, wow. I was like, do, do you want to dance? And she was like, oh no. And, then, and I like tapped her. I was like, hey, <laughs> it made her like bent down a little bit. <laughs> and I was like, is it because I'm too tall for you? <laughs> And she looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. And I laughed my ass off and I walked away. I never, this is not a story where I was successful at all, but I had so much fun doing shit like that. Yeah. You got, you, that like there were people who then responded to it. And I was like, okay, you're cool. We're cool. We can do this. But I was like, I'm going to have a good time regardless. And you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, You you were saying. No, like the, the, once you get that freedom, like that, I guess like none of it matters. No one gives a shit. Like that kind of mentality, you 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 realize you there is a lot of freedom, and a lot of people are just in their heads. Like yeah, uh, I think the most ridiculous opener I've done was like at level three, and I said like, uh, "You look like a cow." What? And then, <laughs> and then uh, Christabel, if you guys remember her, she was one of the dancers of Fanbiz. She pulled me away because she was like, "You just called the hottest girl in the club a cow." I'm like, sick. <laughs> Good God. You're like, bro, you don't understand. I'm playing five-dimensional chess playing, with her bro. mind, dude. Like, I'm fucking gaming. This, I'm, this. I'm nagging her right yeah. now, bro. Oh, it's part of the tactics. You don't know, man. She completely wants my dick, bro. Out of like, <laughs> oh, a yeah. girl slapped me one time, actually, on an opener. <laughs> you guys want to hear that one? Yeah. Oh, actually, let, let's hear Martin. What, what Martin would resurrect first? Oh, yeah. His penis? Sorry. I was saying uh, real quick, uh, just, uh, just to remember the moment. He's Martin's also live streaming on uh, Twitch. Twitch. Um, uh, <laughs> right now, this just this it's just the same nope. podcast. It's literally nope. just the content ripoff. Uh, but but it is live on. He's Twitch releasing right now. the podcast before the actual podcast. <laughs> He's releasing and, the, and the intro and outro is ahead of time. produced by Martin. Damn it, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, yeah. What would you? Yeah. I do. <laughs> what um, would you? Holy shit! Can I say peacocking? Almost. I think. I, I feel think- like. Out of, out of the three of us, that worked with you the best. You can, you flamboyant motherfucker, because it works for you. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's talk about only if it works. Modified peacocking. Oh God, he's, okay. he's gonna like invent okay. a new term. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, this new term modified. community. Modified. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Put it in the forums. Put it in the forums. <laughs> Listen, modified. RSD is gonna like claim it. You, you, if you, if you thought about. Peacocking in the day, it was based on what mystery? It's the mystery method. And what Neil Strauss is doing. So what? You're gonna shave your head and join a magic academy and wear <laughs> and paint your black nails? No. 
what you do is you follow a certain guideline that's fit for your body that makes sense and you follow certain fashion advice that certain that that is current to the trend that's what i would take from it and also mm -hmm. add on to that and then add on to what your personal flair is so for example i think that wearing certain shirts or certain clothing that is baggy and then also adding in your own personal personality into your whatever it is that you're wearing is good because it shows what your personality is a and b it also shows yeah it shows your personality and i don't know what the second one is because i've been drinking but if i am wearing i'm basically wearing black and white currently but i'm wearing uh star wars earrings which has been an opener whether or not I've been talking to anything or anybody, and I have been approached for them. Essentially, if you wear fitted clothing and you sprinkle in what you like, personality-wise, I think you can help. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with that, especially me wearing my fucking. I used to wear Kangles every single day, and then. And be an yeah, but you're a locker. And then, <laughs> I feel like a help, like a thing. Yeah. But then, yeah. then, but then I added like other things, like a. A layered jean jacket with a hoodie under. Oh, that one. Yeah. Then, <laughs> oh, that, that, one. that 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 was my look. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I I always thought that when it came to peacocking, like Martin was like always set the bar, because it I, and it, it worked so well for him. And because like, okay, have you seen those? Have you seen those girls at the club where they would all wear like almost the exact same type of dress? Yeah. But like you could tell each girl's personality if they had one mm -hmm. depending on how they carried that dress they might have been wearing the exact same shoes exact same dress or they were the wore their hair the exact same way but like one of them could have the strap coming down because she might be a little looser the other one might have the dress pulled <laughs> all the way down because she doesn't want her ass showing like somehow so like you know you can like tell people apart by like the small things even though they're wearing the exact same thing because i think a lot of people, when they think about peacocking, it's wear something that not, not you don't think anybody else would wear. So you'd stand like out. And like mysteries hat. Kind of like that. And you're just like, you know, like people would look at you, but like maybe they won't want to approach you because you look fucking weird. <laughs> if you do like a minimalist approach to it, mm -hmm. I think it would be. Like uh, start I with your baseline, which is you, and just add like. Two to three small touches. What do you, in terms of like peacocking for women, hmm. what do you think has, has changed? Oh, I don't, what? I don't go out. Oh. I don't go out. So here's the thing. I don't go out. <laughs> right. But. What have you seen? What have you observed? Observed. I mean, when I have gone out, like, I think most women in clubs have been wearing the exact same thing in a different color. Like they're all wearing the exact same bodycon dress almost different lengths, different colors, different fabrics, but like it's sort of a requirement for most women to wear a bodycon dress or like something really tight. Cause like when Emma and I went out, I literally wore a gigantic t-shirt Yeah. <laughs> and like platform sneakers and a <laughs> beanie. 
and then and then my friends and then my friends that like came out with us were like in heels in the dress and they're like you said to dress up i'm like this is dressed up that's la LA dressed up (laughs) this is dressed up i mean the one thing like you know in terms of peacocking the thing about me that made it stand out from the rest was my face like the way i did my makeup because everybody else had the same nude color and like gold highlighter oh yeah maxine's like she practically passes like a makeup artist but for herself practically (laughs) (laughs) but i i don't like i don't like working with people the one thing i just remembered as we were talking about uh through this like ioi is the indicators of interest oh oh yeah i thought it was fucking lingo man yeah this is this is all just coming back to me as we're talking about it like and it became it became like and i still kind of use it to this day in terms of conversation with people like your body language, like it came used be it was useful when I was like in pit in sales pitches or when I'd be networking. You can see the re, kind of re basic body language if they're into yeah. into what the sales pitch. Like like the one that I always like the basic ones I remember to this day when it came to like the the clubbing scene is like girls playing with their hair hmm. or you know like the, the the little slap on the shoulder. Oh yeah. Or, or the, the obvious one is like when the pupils are dilated, but yeah. I remember it was literally just like, God, how fucking clueless were we, man? Like I literally did not understand enough body language to know if somebody was interested in me that I had to read like, well, here are the common ways, you know, they'll happen. That's an IOI, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let me mentally tick off like three IOIs. You know what I mean? It was really oh, yeah. designed it's for totally three like, IOIs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was obviously like this whole system was designed for dudes who were like totally fucking close because they were like, okay, we have to make something foolproof. Let's just give them some examples of what's an obvious indicator that someone's interested in you. And let's, let's make them wait for like three because they're socially like idiotic ass is not going <laughs> to probably get this right one or two times. Oh, yeah. You know? Like she may have laughed, but that was probably a nervous giggle. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. You're like, like let, let's like make them wait for three just to be sure. It's a good rule of thumb. You know, if they try to go for something at that point, they'll probably be fine. So again, it's like now you're like, I just, you know, know when someone is into me. But before it was like I must check. I I need to check off three. I always I don't know. Martin, you do the voice better, please. <laughs> Will you count this as a um? Oh, that's good. Do, do the fucking third <laughs> voice. Nice. If you had big boobs, it would probably be a little better. Because I've done a lot of research originally, and like. Say say I, say I have to check off three IOIs before check I hit them. I have to check off a little bit of IOIs. You know, be able to like measure. If you're going to be congruent with my personality, exactly. What he said. <laughs> Thank you. You almost turned into Morty there for a second. Like, oh. I know. It, it, uh, uh, no. Hi, she hasn't given me like three eyes. Fucking go for it, Morty. <laughs> just, just do it, Morty. Mor- Mor- Morty, it's fine. Just it's, it's fine. Just, just hit on her. Just say hi. Just say hi. <laughs> Yeah. Morty, just just take your little ding dong out. We'll be fine, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh my God! The Morty, episode Morty, was to I think I think we've done that as real advice. Where I have hit up Narg, and I said, "Hey, what should I do?" And he had, and he has, I I shit you not, just whip out your ding dong, a shitty asshole, uh, Morty voice to give me advice in. <laughs> 
And I'd be like, okay, we'll do that. Not even uh, or no, in Rick voice. Sorry, in Rick voice. In the Rick voice. In the Rick uh, voice. Martin, just just fucking do it. Yeah, and I it. and I probably have also given the advice of like, hey, you should just take it out. <laughs> You've given that advice to me. Like you just like like sit me down and like, Emroy, just whip your dick out. I'm like, oh, what? Because I, I kind of want to transition like after the PUA. I whipped like, my dick out. I worked on you. Yeah, it did. But the one time, this extremely interesting experience, and I think it should be a legit service of how oh we wingman uh, Martin on this date. You were telling me about this when you were trying to give my oh, brother advice. Good one. Yeah. Also, I am. I I love you guys for helping me. Because I'm just, like, Are you stupid. drunk? A little bit. He I like chugged so. a whole bottle of wine. Yeah, I'm fucking drunk. Eat my ass. What do you want from me? All right. I mean, okay. it's a Wednesday. You still live at the same place, right? I'll come. <laughs> but, um, oh yeah. I appreciate you guys helping me out. I don't remember which date this was. But I appreciate you guys helping me out. Yeah. I'm gonna need my memory jog a little bit on this one. Yeah. Mark texted me saying hey i'm gonna come through martin's on a date we're wingmanging him i thought it was just like <laughs> good um, job. yeah like, <laughs> good job because like, like, we just texted like, i think hey, we just we read time we this is like after we hung out at your place and we got shit faced and fuck i don't know who who are you on a date with you, was it iris no 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 this is like way after iris like like this was like maybe a few years ago like you somehow I feel you like got, it was somebody you a, random. You got a same night poll after after meeting them on Tinder. And then a few hours later you go on a date with them. And then I think we were at the Griffin. What did oh. we do? We were did we just ran it run into like, them or something? We were kind of like winging him. Like we were sitting at a table and you were like telling me the game plan. <laughs> like uh-huh. right, this is what's gonna happen. Martin's gonna Martin's talking to her over there. They're gonna talk, they're gonna go outside. And once they come back outside, he's gonna bring her to this table. We're gonna stand up and leave to go outside. Oh, were we saving the table? Yeah, and like we were trying. Uh, and when Martin needed to pay, he he was short on cash. Yep. So we, was, oh, that's right. I was super broke. I remember, but I I did. You're I right. Did. That should be a service. A professional wingman hangs out all night at the date, spots you on cash, makes sure you have the table, figures out shit for the drinks. Damn, that's fucking great. Okay. He's like so, the dude in the background thanks, making everything just making flow money smooth. On my embarrassing moaning. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. He's hey, like, hey, hey we're, this guy we're all entrepreneurs in this room. So. <laughs> I make fucking money. How much would you have paid for that service? Okay, yeah, so he was yeah. actually telling this story while yeah. he was trying to help my brother, um, like giving brother advice. And then my, my cousins were like sitting there. And then my mm-hmm. cousin, Yvette, I'm pretty sure said, should make that a service. It should make that a real thing. Yeah, how, Martin, yeah. how much? How much would you have paid for that service? Pretty good service, mainly because I got results, right? Yeah. So I would pay. You had social proof. You were the proof. <laughs> pretty good social proof. I would pay everyone a good amount except for Narek because uh, Narek is a fucking tell. All right. Okay. <laughs> Because he's a fucking masterminded all this shit. Yeah, I know he was a mastermind, and he gets <laughs> zero. He gets he gets two dollars. Honest, honest, honest to God, if it was like um, okay, I literally project managed your date. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is is this how we all got into like, especially you guys? This is how you all got into marketing? Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like UA was the evolution of marketing. It was marketers, right? It's psychology, it isn't so it? So happened to be, yeah. It's all psychology and like communication, right? Yeah. They like yeah. communication of what you want or who you're working for and what they want, whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's so wild, like that somehow, like we all, even away from the away from, going away from the pickup arts, we somehow got into very similar-ish fields, like you, Martin, you and I, Martin, like doing, uh, what do you call it, marketing, Narc starting up a tech company, but still into. It's, it's like product, you know. I'm heavy in product and design and UX and shit, and all of that is is all about human behavior you and know? psychology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So should we say that like Neil Strauss is also like he also taught us to pick up women, but also man, fuck Neil Strauss, dude. Also, I, learned, like, I learned more from you know what? If you want to name drop someone, let's name drop someone real. Mark ooh. Manson is the fucking man. Okay. Yeah, that but before him, motherfucker, before him, there was no Mark Manson, my guy. There was, there was not. But if you want someone good who is still relevant today. Mark Manson is the fucking guy because like, when I read his book models, I was like, now this is pickup, but it's not just pickup. It's like from a psychologically healthy place. You know what I mean? So right. yeah, I'll put it this way. Neil Strauss like got us into it. But when I read models, I was like, okay, I, it finally clicked for the last time that it needed to click. After that, I never really needed to like learn anything else. Once I read that, I was like, I'm done. And and I've never felt a need since then. I agree with that. I agree with Mark Manson being the shit. You're absolutely right. And we can talk about that's that's a whole we will talk about that in like yes. a whole other thing. But I don't want to burn the fact that like Neil Strauss and that whole like crazy <laughs> ass community that we went through. Yeah. Granted it had flaws, was a solid introduction to the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I think right, you right. need like you're you right. need like a good mental slash personality baseline starting off with that because there might be some people that are just completely shitty mentally, emotionally, and like their personality wise, and they get into that, and then that's where they go through the whole like scummy route, and it's just yeah, you know, yeah. That's, like, like and if that's you were what, gonna like, be an see. asshole, you know? Yeah, it was just gonna an expose asshole. you. Like it, like with this, we were like we wanted it. Like we weren't we weren't desperate for it. Like how some guys are. Like oh, like I've never like. You know, like I'm never gonna get a girl, or like us. We're like, yeah, we knew it was gonna happen. We just wanted to get better. You want, you know, we wanted yeah. to do it. I think we want to like manipulate. We just want to get fucking laid. Like, you know, we yeah. wanted to have a good time. This is like super bad, like, but like, yeah. listen, I rarely smile at strangers, but if I want a free drink at the bar, I will. Hey, she, yeah, she's, wrong with that. she's she's dangerous. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'll take your wallet too. I'm kidding. No, I won't. Because <laughs> that means having to touch you. Gross. Yeah. Like one, <laughs> one, one of the things that I you just reminded me, like the whole like when they had the the Hollywood house in uh, with Neil. One of my friends was actually one of the guys that lived yeah. there. I think I forgot what his name was. Or oh name. my god, really? Yeah, I think his name was. Wait, explain that. <laughs> Who? Huh? Who? Explain uh, the Hollywood house. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Shit. Just to give you guys For... con- context. <laughs> a bachelor like, pad. Yeah. They're... For. For the one that has more game than all three. I'm kidding. I mean, yeah. You also have, do have a genetic advantage over us. No, I don't. <laughs> but for those of you listening, like the, there's this Hollywood house or Hollywood mansion, like Neil Strauss and Mystery, these, these other pickup gurus, like in 2004, 2005, like they had their own place where they would pull people to like pull chicks. So guys 
where they were holding boot it was camps, like it was like an immersive experience of like oh not only are you doing a boot camp you're fucking living with yeah. the people with the oh people like God. all together you know what i mean yeah but so, like they would just pay this they would just get like these fucking crazy ass houses like super expensive ones and it was like a scummier team 10 yeah they would stay exactly it was like team 10 before team 10 it was like team fucking <laughs> scubby like poa yeah. dudes team straight up ones yeah, yeah. so and but then, then they would be like oh look Leland, let me bring you back to this like sick ass you know what it is it was just a frat house yeah, yeah. That's what it was my friend was was part of that, like that first Hollywood mansion house. Yeah. And he told me like, because like, we went through a, uh, a leadership workshop together. He's told me like out of all the experiences of what, what, like, you know, he got all the women and all that stuff. But it was the leadership workshop or the mental in, internal work that uh-huh. made him realize it wasn't about the pickup. It was about the, the internal work that needed to be done. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of like, which, you know, in turn, you know, work on yourself in the inside, the confidence is going to be shown in the outside. 100% correct, my man. So, yeah. And then, yeah. And then I feel like a lot of the PUA stuff has eventually become for us. It's like become like a, I was a door, a, a gateway in bettering ourselves because you realize the importance of taking care of ourselves looking like good in a sense or. Yeah, man, you like, you know, I think, I think it goes back to what Maxim was saying. Like if you come at it, and you know you're like fundamentally not like a bad person, <laughs> which I think most people aren't. Don't be a shit person. Yeah, don't be shit. Some people could be misguided, but if you're fundamentally not shit, you're gonna eventually like figure out all the you know useful parts and kind of internalize them, and then you're gonna kind of discard all like the negative or psychologically unhealthy parts and be like, you know what, I don't really need to you know do this and that. Maybe oh. all I really needed to know was how to be confident in this way and. Mm-hmm. how to strike up interesting conversations and that's it you know yeah so i think that's kind of how it shakes down and and for that it was always an it's always been a net good effect it's had a net good effect on my life put it that way yeah definitely let's go, let's go deeper into that so i'd like to consider out of all of us narc being the most experienced because he actually worked at one point for a company for a Oh, that's right. You did. Oh my god, what? dude! I didn't even work for them. It was basically you like a, a internship. So okay. Oh my god, dude! Wait, let me tell you what I did. Work, my guy. But you did two things. I did cold calls, man, to pitch the boot camps. So you did that. You you pitched boot camps, but you also worked with CJ, who was like a DJ CJ, who's a popular, very popular DJ at one point, and now, but he went to PCC. He's a he's a very popular uh, DJ slash promoter, mm-hmm. but he came from PCC, and he um, you took private lessons with him, and like you know it would be cool to give us uh, some insights on that. Yeah, I did like I, I I did like one thing with him. He was like he was like oh I'm trying to like also be someone who like does the boot camps, so you want to be like my first like uh, client, you know what I mean? So I, I, he took me out basically for like, it was like just one night, one night or two nights, something like that. He was actually always a very nice guy. So I did that, but that's separate from the, from the company. But yeah, that was kind of cool. That was actually a great night. Oh my God. I actually have one short, funny story from that night. We went to Cinespace and, and he was like, yeah. And he was like, he was like really pushing me. He's like, yo, like approach someone that where it's like, it's not an easy situation. You fucking got this. And he hyped me up. And he was really good about like everything. He actually did a great job with like being a coach. 
and there was this girl there were these two really cute girls and they're surrounded by like four dudes who were trying to talk them up so i went and like just like i cut in front of the guys and started talking to them and they were just so enthralled by what i did and like you know how like fun and shit i was being that like they just like were like fuck these guys they started talking to me and i felt like the shit i was like oh my god this is amazing and i heard these guys like talking shit behind me and they're like who the fuck is this dude blah 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 and then and then they literally started like shoving me a little bit because i was ignoring them and i was mm-hmm. talking to these girls uh and i and i turn around and i'm like what's up and they're like what the fuck you know and they were pissed and at that moment cj like jumps in and he was like he was like all right man we gotta go he like grabs me and starts pulling me and he's like bro like we gotta fucking go like that's that's good and all but those guys are about to beat your ass and he was like i'm sorry my, my buddy doesn't mean any offense and he like dragged me away and i was like <laughs> that's right my game's too fucking good you gotta drag me away you motherfuckers but you know it was a it was a good night yeah, yeah. We, one would say like we got overconfident in our skills that would it would <sighs> kind of get us into trouble <laughs> oh, 100 oh, yeah it just reminded me because i i almost i almost hooked up with a married woman <laughs> at, at vegas so well uh, dear lord yeah wild times my friend yeah i don't think i don't think we never did anything but attraction was clearly there but and then i didn't she didn't tell me that she was married until much later and like uh, uh, right before i pulled the trigger so to speak in terms of like the kiss i'm like Mm. oh (laughs) anyway (laughs) real quick like oh shit (laughs) coolest person ever to just hear all of these stories what was that? <laughs> to, to hear all our shitty stories all of our shitty hey stories. so let me let me speak okay. of stories let me tell you guys the other one so like that company that i did the internship for so basically it was just like for a couple months basically i think it was only for a couple months and they were like we can't pay you but this is a legit marketing position you might find it actually interesting for one and two, we'll let you come to a boot camp for free, like a whole ass like three day boot camp. Oh, that good. they sell for like three thousand dollars, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, for me, I was like, fuck it, like, like a couple hours a day here and there. I was like, not doing anything, you know. Over, I think it was like a summer internship or something like that. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. And they were cool. The internship was genuinely interesting. I got to see their inside operations of like how they were you know, pitching, like, so they would get these, like, lists from other, like, related kind of, like, POA websites or whatever, these, like, referral lists, and they would do a cold call, and, you know, their, their fucking marketing guy literally taught me some, like, teenage kid how to do these cold calls, or not teenage oh, kid, okay. I was actually above 21 then, was I? I can't remember. How to do these cold calls. Oh, no, no, I was a teenager. Um, and, and, dude, I fucking pitched, like, boot camps to, to guys, and it was, like, I actually got some sales too. Like it was kind of hilarious, you know. Your commission? I know, dude. I was fucking unpaid. All this shit, you know what I mean? Oh, it man. was like totally like whatever. But yeah, um, fuck cold. I hate cold calls, man. I know, uh, but so it was like they had viewed some similar product. Anyway, to to cut the long story short, I went to one of the boot camps uh, for free, like the whole three nights, and it was genuinely a great experience. All the dudes that were there for the boot camps, they were like, they, there was a wide range, like. Nobody quite as young as me, some were close, much, much of them were, many of them, most of them actually were older guys. And they were like, hey man, I just want to fucking connect with a woman, find somebody eventually that I'll love, you know what I mean? Like, it was wholesome shit for the, like, most part, like, for that little segment cohort that I saw. 
And all the instructors were like, hey, man, we, we want to make, make you more confident. Da, da, da. They would teach game. They would teach the theory, all the theory shit. It was very, like, well taught, very well, like, understood and digestible. And, yeah, we went out to a bunch of clubs. We went out to this club in Hollywood. I always forget. Happy Endings. Those motherfuckers love to go to Happy Endings all the time. And it was genuinely a great experience. I literally, for, like, years afterwards, I kept in touch with some of those dudes that were at the boot camp. And they were all, like, nice people. I think one of them was, like, related to John Stamos or something weird like that I saw on Facebook. Yeah. It was like a Hollywood kind of a guy. Mm. All right. That ended in a weird trail, but that's my experience <laughs> there. And it was kind of fucking funny, actually. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you were getting to share this because, you know, because I share a lot of my experiences, but I feel it was it was nice hearing you, your perspectives. You're sharing your stories of it because it's like it's easy to judge it where it's like, oh, guys learning how to pick up chicks. It's almost like, you know, especially not like guys, not everyone knows how to do that or knows, not everyone knows how to be social. Yeah, it's almost like assuming that we know how to do our taxes uh, by default. Like, oh, yeah. guys are going are to know how to have social skills. Yeah, which, you know, I was like, dude, I, I just, I just want to, you know, I just want to learn. How do I do this? I think that's where they all come from. Dance with someone. Wait, it's have you guys thing. ever been blocked by the mother hen of the group? Oh, a fucking for sure. That's me. Oh, man. And <laughs> I never really me. had a good response to it anyway. And normally what I do I was, is I, I like, would usually just abandon ship. I'd be like, fuck it. It's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> Yo, someone tried. Scary. Someone tried with me. Like someone was trying to hit on my friend. And then my friend was like, clearly uncomfortable, but like couldn't say no. So I like grabbed her. I'm like, come on, babe. Let's go. He goes, oh, so you guys are for three. So I'm like, walk away. <laughs> punch you. Oh he goes, God. all right. And then he tried talking to me to wear me down to get to her. But I'm like, not going to work. Go that way. Go that way. <laughs> oh, Go you, that you, way. You just reminded me of the scumbag that was trying to, da- that was trying to dance on you at 143. Oh, at 143. So uh, Maxine's here. Yeah, so one of the, it's like the biggest, well, I don't know if it's going to be anymore. We were the oldest of, people there. Like, yeah, one of the biggest Asian nightclubs, I would say. Like just just to interrupt real quick, I just want to say Martin looks like a Joji music video right now. I just want to point oh, that out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my patience. You, you, you just need like a cigarette just kind of burning and falling down loosely, and it'll be perfect. There Dave it is. counts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the, the, there's this one guy that, that was. Yeah. That was trying to uh, we were max and i were in the dance floor and some guy was just trying to grind up on her and we cl- him and the, me and this dude made eye contact like like this is my girl and he was like he's still trying to go for it he was like yeah i know <laughs> he tried to go for it and then i started like prowling and like trying to target other girls blocking him and then uh-huh. he kept going and he was like looking at me i'm gonna get her that guy could have used a like, little bit of help. Like I, I had, like I had to fucking elbow the shit out of him for him to fuck off. Oh my god, dude! I've never like I was ready to get like to get down. I'm like, fuck, this guy does not know what no means. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you're so comfortable, I mean, Martin. Martin's I mean, ready I to get down. He's ready to about thrown to down. knock out. Yeah, no, I would have thrown out. down. I, uh, I apologize. What I, are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Uh, ban me? Finish that. That's nice, fine. nice. Finish, I finished the wine ball. Doesn't mean that the party is uh, over. I will continue on. Right, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I just want to ask you a question. Be honest. How long have you just been staring at yourself in the Zoom? 
That's not long. The whole time. <laughs> no? Is that a thing? I, I just think that, especially when we started, you were just looking at your video feed the whole time and just admiring it. No, I, I have know that you were. So I have a I have a newer monitor monitor screen that I purchased recently. So I have all four of you guys on like a on like a screen. Wow. It's only three of us, by the way. Three. There's that guy like over there that kind of looks like me. <laughs> but uh, essentially, I've been looking at everybody. I have not just been talking myself. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. No, yeah, I know it looks- I do that for my work meetings. Or I just don't feel like paying attention. Camera, but like the way- so the you way don't get to see us. Yeah, you gotta turn and look at us too. I can I can also do that. So I can also turn and look. <laughs> okay. It's, a good, it's not a video podcast, so. Right, I figured that it was- awesome. You're a video podcast. You're a video he podcast. He is the video podcast. <laughs> One thing I get asked actually about since when I say I'm a, I did PUA, like I get, like, I think oh. Maxine y- Yvette asked me like for tips for girls. Oh. oh. Well, I tried giving her tips. She wouldn't do it. She's probably because your family. That's why. Well, but she knows it's successful because she literally saw it happen. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys ever had to give tips? Like, have girls I, have? Tried I've, to ask I've had girls ask me for advice, like girls who are my friends, but I'm. If there's one thing I definitely know is I'm legitimately not qualified to give tips for girls. I don't think any of my experience fucking... If anything, like, you should tell the that it qualifies you know I mean? in telling them these are the red flags <laughs> of the world. Right? Like, I could, I could say, like, if hey, like... If a guy starts doing dude, this, this, and this, yeah. walk away right now. Yeah, I could tell you exactly what, what it's going to happen, what it, yeah. what it would be like if they try to get picked up on. I would just say, like, you know, see if you can figure out if he actually has a real personality in addition to that. And, you know, then it's probably fine. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I can give advice to women from the perspective of, like, as a guy, what would I want? And I think that's, that's like, valid. Probably not generalizable, but a yeah. little. Yeah, you know, every dude has a third. Yeah. Is... But, like, yeah, I don't of... know how I would tell a girl to, like, how to pick up on a guy if a guy like maybe is not interested in the beginning, honestly, they need to ask another girl. You know what I mean? Who knows what the fuck she's doing? Not, not, not me as a dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, the uh, girls who are confident to just shoot their shot. Well, I feel like that's a. But, not I'm kidding. Don't no, focus on nursing school. <laughs> <laughs> focus on nursing school. Focus on nursing school. <laughs> focus on nursing school. Yeah, I mean, love it. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely on the same boat. I, I can only share from this perspective of these are the things that they might do or you should look out for and maybe capitalize on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe know. capitalize on it. Yeah, all right. Anything else? I think we're like an hour and a half in. I think I think that's everything I had to mostly say on the subject, to be honest. Yeah. It's been great. <laughs> it's been <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And, the trip down memory lane. Yeah. And, it, and it, we can't even begin to. I know Nark doesn't want to talk about his work, but like, <laughs> I'm hurting out about that. Oh, yeah. As a stripper. Yeah. You know, it's, own- it's been rough these days. <laughs> Only fans. Only bros. Only bros. <laughs> the exclusive. Bro, Armenian find me on Only bros. <laughs> 
But yeah. Exclusive Armenian bear community. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you weren't expecting that one. Alright, so that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of Awkward Tea Party. Make sure to give Narik shit, I said your name. And Martin. It's <laughs> good. It's fine. Uh, make sure that you uh, all everything is gonna be in the links in the description. Uh, if you like this podcast, make sure you hit like, subscribe, share with friends who you think might find it funny, enjoyable, maybe educational. Or not, just waste their time. Question mark? Waste an hour and a half of their time. Huh? It's okay. Huh? 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 Anyways, I uh, appreciate you guys. Make sure you register to vote. Black Lives Matter. And all that other good stuff. Get ready to vote. All that other good stuff. <laughs> all that other good stuff. Whatever. You know, there's so much happening right now. I'm trying not to let it get to me. So, especially what's happened the past few days Jesus Christ but anyways thanks for listening I love you have a great day night week month 2021 2022 life. and life and existence bye one beep, boop, 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 boop.